Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Well, good afternoon, Jeffy Moultrie. How are you? I'm doing great, Ed Billings. How are you? You know, I realized I heard one of our episodes and I always say, fantastic. So uh, <laughs> I'm doing great. How's that? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm fantastic today. Hey, y'all. I'm fantastic. <laughs> well, what are, we talking about, what are we talking about today, Jeffy? We're talking about the numbers every realtor needs to know. And before we dive into this, it, it, I think that this might be the most important episode that we're going to record. This is the difference between... The agents that know their stuff and the agents that don't. And you are going to look good. Yeah, you're right. right. It's kind of the foundation and it's, you know, it's something I've done for a long time based on my background. And it's it's surprising how many uh, folks don't have their their hands around some of these numbers that really, really make a difference, especially in the market we're in right now. 100%. Like more important than it has been since 2008. Yeah, I would say that's 100% right. Because we're in a market in flux, and it's kind of tough to know where things are going, and the numbers will help you do that. Sure. Okay. So why don't you take it away and ask away, and we'll we'll go from there. I'm going to. So Ed's very, very, very good at stats and numbers. I am okay at them. I force myself to do them and learn them. So if Ed gets out in the weeds, I'm going to pull him back in. <laughs> That's right. But, but yeah. let's start here. Okay, why track numbers for your micro market? And what's micro market mean? Yeah, so your micro market is the, is the primary market you work. So for, for okay. me, it's going to be Chapel Hill single family homes. That's sure. where I kind of want to put my stake in the ground. I work other markets, and I, you know, I I know what's going on, but I like to know really deep down and specific in the Chapel Hill single family home market. How about right. for you, Jeffy? What's your mic? What's your so, micro market? Uh, you know, I live within about ten zip codes that I could have done, but the pricing and everything is so different in those ten that I chose La Mesa. Um, And the reason I chose that is because I walk in La Mesa, I ride my bike in La Mesa, I shop in La Mesa, my kids went to school in La Mesa. So a lot of the people that I know where I would be having this type of an intimate conversation are in this area. And when I'm talking, I'm not talking general numbers, I am talking real numbers. So that's why I chose to do those two zip codes. Yeah. That's that's really good, and that's a great way to think about it. Is if you're walking across the parking lot of Whole Foods, and somebody you run into somebody, and they ask you, "What's the question they always ask?" Oh, what's going on with the market? How's the market? You mm-hmm. want to be able to have that really specific answer and be able to tell them exactly what's going on in the market, right? And no that's guessing. what these numbers. No guessing. No like, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's great. You know, it's yep. like specifically what's going on. So it, it allows you to demonstrate your expertise and be able to answer that question of how's the market. Right. No airy-fairy stuff. No airy-fairy stuff. Um, right. Another, another key reason to do it is you want to be able to spot trends over time. So if you define the numbers you're going to track and do it consistently, 
you'll start to see a trend line. And that right. that's really, really powerful. It takes a little bit of time and you have to commit to the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you can spot trends. Yes. Um, so one of the things I did to keep myself on track with doing this is I put a link in my calendar to this spreadsheet. So I have a task in my calendar with a link. The link takes me to my Google Doc. I fill in the information from the multiple listings and I'm done. There's no reason why that it's so succinct and so easy to do it. And I do mine actually every week on Tuesday. Do you use on Wednesday or Tuesday? Um, I do mine on Tuesday. We have our sales on meeting on Tuesday, okay. so I like I like to have the have them available if it, any conversation comes up that I've got the numbers. Right, and uh, it's just a nice day to do it. Um, I find the numbers are handy to uh, pull them. At, you allow for the uh, weekend contracts to go under contract, so you get the pendings occurring. Right, so, so Tuesday is a good snapshot day. And I don't I don't want to skip over the spot trends over time part because. Um, I think that's a really important piece and not to get too technical, but the the trends over time, even for me with tracking for such a short period of time is I can see and have an educated discussion with my clients about the immense supply of homes that we have on the market. So, which is a really important one because that talks about a trend that talks about you know, buyers versus sellers market, even market, and just be able to see that actually for the last two months, we've grown from half a month's supply in my little micro market to 1.36 months. So what a great thing for me be, to be able to talk about. And that's yeah. why that that the trends over time, I think, is important. Yeah, super important. And um, again, as Jeffy was saying, I mean, what does it take you? Maybe 10 minutes, probably less. Five minutes to actually run? It takes me five minutes because I set up a search in the multiple listing. I have my spreadsheet ready to go and I literally just transfer information from one place to the next. The part that takes me the longest is that I'm so incredibly interested in what the numbers are telling me that I start going, ooh, oh, okay, wow. And then I'm taking all that information in so that when I see people, I can really have a great conversation with them, what's really, really, really happening, not what the media is saying. Yeah. So it's really cool to do that. It takes maybe five minutes and then you've mm-hmm. got, you know, tons of data you can look back to. Like the current spreadsheet I'm running right now goes back to 2012. I've got another <laughs> one. I got another one that goes back to 2002. So, so that's a little weird, but that's, that's but, cool. It's cool. It yeah. says a lot about your your ability to be consistent. Yeah. Well, you know, That's great. I, I'm trying to do that with my uh, with my sit ups. So we'll see if I can get a six pack six pack abs. How about that? So that's a little. We'll that's back. a whole nother. Yeah, we'll come back <laughs> a, to that one. That's we'll a podcast come back on its to own. That one. That's okay. right. So, Ed, what do you need to do to get this going? Okay, so some key steps, and we're going to keep it high level so that you know because it's tough to talk about numbers. Right. You know, if you're listening or watching this, um, stay on the golf kinda, course, not in the yes, rough. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, number one, define the market that you want to track. We talked right. about that a little bit already, but yep. for me, I track Chapel Hill schools, single family homes. That's what I right. what I def- defined as the market. I, right. Yeah, I didn't want to mix in, you know, attached homes because I was just concerned about how that would affect the, the overall numbers. So I wanted it really defined. So define what you're what you're going to be uh, tracking. So that's number one. 
the first number you're going to pull for that snapshot in time on that Tuesday or whatever day you do is the number of actives on that day. Right. So number of actives on that day. Right. And what's cool about that is that is literally the numbers we're talking about. It's a snapshot in time. Mm-hmm. It's like, click, we're taking a mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. But you start to stack those pictures up, and you've got a movie. You got a movie. You can see right. the trend lines. So we're going to. And I love fight. that analogy. So May twenty fourth, two thousand and two, there were forty eight active listings in my little zip codes, my two zip codes. Yesterday, there were seventy five. Wow. Forty eight to seventy five. Yeah. So, so percentage that says, difference. What is that? That's that's up there. Yeah. I'd have to look. I don't know. Yeah. But um, the th- that tells me when we're talking about these things, who do I need? I need to call my buyers and say, hey, guys, it's time. We need to start looking because now you have more things to look at. Right? right. So super great reason to call. All right. Yeah. So, so actives, actives is giving you, you know, supply. Mm-hmm. The next number, total pendings. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give you a snapshot in time on the demand and what's going on, what's what's absorbing for right. that snapshot. Now we use some right in the spreadsheet we're going to give you, and we're going to talk about that. There's some ratios that we run, but pendings. I want we want to see that. So mm-hmm. it's actives and then pendings. Right, and mine in May was 52, and yesterday was 35. Wow! So look at what's going on there. Right. Actives have gone way up. Buying uh-huh. volumes going down significantly, right. right? Right, and pendings lead to closings. That's the next <laughs> yes. number that we're gonna track. <laughs> so we're gonna track two closing numbers, right? Which is what's closed year to date. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a column for that. So we mm-hmm. want that year to date number, and then what's closed in the last twelve months. Correct. As of that date. And those are all menu picks, should be menu picks in yep. your MLS. Super now the, easy to get that. Super easy. Now, the reason we want the the last 12 months, and this is going to get a little technical, is you're going to take that number and divide it by 12, and that gives you the, the rolling average of the number right. of homes sold per month. That's all right. that that number is being used for. Right. And the spreadsheet we have has that formula in it. You don't have to do anything. You just have to plug your numbers in and be consistent with it. That's it. That's right. Okay. So, so to, to recap, we've taken a snapshot of the actives. Mm-hmm. We've taken a snapshot of the pendings. Mm-hmm. We've looked at two closing numbers, mm-hmm. which are the closed year to date mm-hmm. and the closed the last 12 months. Correct. Those are all the numbers you need to pull that'll generate all the cool data. Mm-hmm. And the number one number you need to know in real estate, besides your commission rate, is <laughs> had to go there. Sorry. <laughs> the number one number to know is the number of months of supply on the market. Right. Okay. So let's talk about that because we have listeners who are seasoned and we have listeners that are new. Tell me why months of supply is so important to understand and know. Absolutely. So, what we're in in a market, if you have six months of supply, that's considered equilibrium. So, at right around six months, that the market doesn't favor the seller or the buyer. It's in balance. Okay. 
When that number's above six months, the buyers have the advantage. And when that okay. number's below six months, the sellers have the advantage. Okay. So it's a it's a way to read the market. And that number is generated by taking the total number of sales for the last 12 months divided by 12, and then that's divided into the supply, the actives. Okay, might be Did in I the lose weeds. you? Might be okay. in the weeds, buddy. Okay, Got a again, little bit in there. <laughs> again, the formula is already written for you guys. It's in there. You don't even have to think about that formula. Yeah. But we want to know, so that's the number one number. What would what would be the next biggest number that that everybody should really understand besides months of supply? Um, I think number of actives. I think the number of actives tells you a lot because that's the number of choices. Um, if I've got a really high active number and a low you know, absorption rate, so say it's like two months and there's a lot of choices, that's a very different market than if you only have like 40 homes to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a, that's a really, really important number too. But yeah. I, you know, it's, if you want to know one number that tells you the health of the market, it's the number of months supply. Okay. Okay, good. All right. So keeping it moving, velocity. Define velocity. Yeah. So velocity to me is the number of homes that are um, selling Mm -hmm. related to the current actives. So, and this is a number I started tracking about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. where I wanted to know the pendings divided by the actives. Okay. So if that number is over 100%, that means things are selling quicker than mm-hmm. we can bring supply on. When that number goes right. under 100%, they're lingering a little bit. Okay, so mine's at mine's gone from May at 108% to, because the pendings were higher than the actives which the buyers were feeling because they were there was nothing really to choose from, you know, 10 to 20 offers on a property to 56%. So wow. let's just say I'm I'm out for a bike ride and I'm talking to a friend of mine on their bike <laughs> while we're huffing and puffing up a hill. And I say, you know, the pending to active ratio is 56%. Tell me how I would have that conversation. Yeah, that's a little technical. Um, but, well, you but, don't have uh, to tell me how I got to the percentage, yeah. but what does that mean to the consumer? What, what, it, what it means is that, uh, you know, home, there are more homes on the market than are currently selling. There you go. That's that's the best way to look at that. Okay, great. You got more so choices. Co- when yep, you, when and- you, you know, when you when you get like 100 pendings to like 40 actives, that means things are moving really fast. Right. Now, uh, you know, another number that's that we talk about and it's, you know, we're not saying how to calculate it here, but your MLS will give it to you is days on market. Mm-hmm. And and that's an important one to look at too cuz that's another me- measure of velocity. How long are things sitting on the market. Right. Um, so that's an important one too. Right. And then even, you know, once you, if you guys take the spreadsheet that we're, we're linking here for the um, podcast, you, you can always add in what's important to you as well. So I added in contingent, uh, the number of contingent properties because we had zero till, till a few months ago. Now we have five which is like right. was unheard of. If I ever called and said, "Hey, do you think your seller would take a contingent offer?" they're like, "Click, hang up on yeah. me." I I've also been tracking the amount of price reductions. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I don't track 
the number per house. Like if one house has three or four price reductions, I only I only track the address because that shows me the trend is either that the agent overpriced or the seller pushed for an overpriced listing, whatever. But we're up to 10 price reductions um, at this point. Yeah, and then I have active days on market, active mm-hmm. um, average pending, average sold. But it's you can add anything you like, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, I, the number I've been at that I've recently added and starting to use in my marketing is pending days on market. So mm-hmm. go to the pendings and get yep. average days on market. And so that that way, what I'm telling my clients is we're going to launch this listing, and we want either twenty showings. Mm-hmm. Or an offer before tw- uh, before pending days on market, the average. So let's say it's like mm-hmm. eight. Say it's, okay. it's running at eight days. Mm-hmm. We should have an offer within eight days or 20 showings. Right. And if we don't, then we need to make a price reduction. Sure. And that, sure. that gives you a metric to look at. So that's you know, specific to your market and what's going on. But I like the, I like the pending number rather than the active number. Yes. Because you're comparing yourself. If you're looking at actives... That could be all the day old bread, right? Right. And we want to know, like, for the stuff that's moving, how long is mm-hmm. that taking? And that's the, for me when I'm looking at that. So, my average pending days on market is 18. My average days on market for active is 35. What that tells me is that there were 18 people that were enticed by the home and the price that went under contract. The other 35 properties are either mispriced don't show well something's going on because there we still have more buyers than we do properties to sell them they're just trying to find their balance but it's you're right that's a really good number to track yeah great and number to, use to track as leverage mm-hmm. yeah and you know, again in the messaging on these numbers cuz you know we're still what so what's your uh, absorption rate right now what's the days on market for active uh, or not days on market act- excuse me the uh, your number of months supply 1.36 Okay, so one point three six. That's still way below six, right? Way below. Mm-hmm. But it's significantly higher. It's like three times higher than you were three mm-hmm. months ago. Correct. So it's slowing, but it's still good. Right. What's it going to be like in a year? Uh, who knows? But you know that right. you know that. But we know right now, it's still yeah. pretty darn good. It's just not as good as it was. Correct. One thing that happens a lot, and it even happened to me today, is, oh, Jeffy, what do you think is going to happen with the market? What's happening with prices? What's happening with interest rates? And we don't have the magic wand to know that. But what we do have when you have these numbers is a clear snapshot or the movie reel, right, Mm -hmm. of actually what is happening. So you can spot those trends like we talked about earlier. So you can say in an educated way, Here's exactly what's happening. This is what's happened over the last six weeks, last two months, whatever you want to do. And I see the trend continuing to go down this road. So if you're looking to buy a home right now, I, the chances of interest rates going up more is, is high. The chances of more properties coming on the market is high. The chances of properties not selling for 100000 over list is high because of what we're looking at. So that is our magic wand <laughs> yeah, to- totally magic. So again, really easy numbers to do once. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little more difficult to do it consistently over time. But there's a yeah. lot of value in doing that. 
Right. So highly alarm. recommend it. And it educates everybody. Mm-hmm. If we were all doing it in our markets, we'd all you know do much better. And, the cl- and our clients would do better. I agree. One last thing before we tie this guy up. Creating the right expectation is substantially easier when you know your numbers. That's right. Right? And we all know what it's like to call a seller every week, three times a week, say, hey, man, super sorry. We don't have any showings or that we don't have an offer or whatever. But you have something to back up what's going on if you do know these numbers. Yep. Yeah. 100% so, agree. Do right. you want to say where we where you can find that spreadsheet, Jeffy? Yeah, so the spreadsheet will be linked in the notes section of the podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, it will be also in those notes as well. We love your comments. We love your likes and shares. So keep them coming. And um, a big, huge shout out to you, Ed, for getting me interested in doing this. Um, I have to say that once I started doing this, my business partner, Joe's like, wait. Who are you? How do you know all this information? (laughs) What are you reading? (laughs) What are you reading? (laughs) So huge shout out to you. Thank you so, so much for getting me on board with this. And I can't wait to see what our viewers do with this information. And we just, we want the best for all of you guys. Go out there and crush it. This is going to help you. Very good. We'll see you next time. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed the show gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.